Hey guys, thanks for listening today. I've actually lent my digital mic to my partner, so the sound quality will just be okay. And I'm just talking about today when I had a meeting uh, with a fellow musician named Tom. I hope you're well. This is Will. Hey guys, hope you're well. Just shooting back from a meeting. Had some time with a bloke named Tom. Uh, excellent uh, musician, ex-events manager, and because of the 2020 lockdown, uh, we've bumped into each other. So next week's gonna be our first session uh, with songwriting. And today was really sitting down, having a beautiful lunch, and going over the sort of vision and um, there's a lot of things that bring people together and there's a lot of things he was searching for as I was and we seem to be complementing each other uh, with our initial discussions, which is great. There were some things I noticed about him uh, which he appreciated and I just found his ability to really tell his story and want to be involved in the creative project was uh, pretty exciting. It's, I think sometimes when you meet, you know, I've spoken about it a fair bit lately, but when you meet uh, the opposite party that you require, I think sometimes in business it was about putting something together and then finding the person to help you get the deal done. And I think many times they're one-offs and and I think that can give you a boom and bust in your business cycles uh, and you forget about the relationships. But with the creative side, I've looked to see the value of the relationships being long-term and I'm really open to whatever needs to be done to prove or disprove the model that I created in the Amped book. But more importantly, it is also personal, really teaching me some deeper skills around collaboration. And uh, I think uh, Tom hit the nail on the head. He said a lot of the times in life, we'll just say, I'll just do it myself. Or can I be bothered? There's motivation issues or, or when in reality, if we can create that vision that's larger than us, then this would be something that will draw us together. I liked how he put that because I was really just sort of telling some of the things I noticed and as a storyteller, the best thing for me is to, uh, although I'm learning the keys, to get someone who has that higher skill set and have them directly involved. Now, whether that's uh, paid for a session or as writer credits, I'm open to either one because the reality is in the beginning, we're really trying to foster create creativity and a cycle of collaboration and um, you know we're, we're noticing some great studios go through purple patches because they do it the same way all the time we're, we're trying to also design see if the way we're going to do our music can actually help different parts of the music industry an example is there's some great studios they have their purple patch of work but they have a day job 
So the studio's not always open. And there's even another studio I found out nearby my house where a great um, analog uh, deck from the 80s has been brought, but the studio's closed most of the time. Now, you know, we've all got responsibilities, got to pay the bills, but is there a way we can cycle music in a new way that builds a community around an ecosystem around these studios and they work together to keep their books full? Because sometimes, you know, I suppose like in, they say with um, larger sort of labels, their big stars can carry everyone else. I think if we looked at even in a small ecosystem, small wins, you know, one hit song could carry that ecosystem built around that studio. So that's something where we see that the vision as an artist also affects other people within that ecosystem and fosters or promotes more of that proactive approach to creative projects and encouraging people to, to get involved, become involved and continue to sort of repeat that behaviour so that the music industry grows in a new way and it's healthy and we, don't, we have, well we raise the standard and return income uh, lifestyle of the musician the everyday musician, that's what we'd like to do. When I was growing up, I had a music teacher for a little while and I didn't stay forever with him because my parents couldn't afford a, a, a music tuner. You get them free on your phone now. Back then, uh, out in the bush, it was $600 for a guitar tuner, more than a guitar. And I know you can you know, just learn how to tune, but interestingly enough, for some reason, music teacher didn't teach me. I suppose that's what makes you come back. But at the same time, maybe I wasn't open to learn. But on a lighter note, seeing how at times musicians can be seen of as dreamers or a bit of a joke or not given their respect no matter how much money they earn, even by those close to them. They can be a money earner or they're only respected once they're um, covering all their bills, so to speak and or never taken seriously or, or he's just living his hobby or whatever and I think it's one of the more important things you can do in your life if you look back in your life you're not going to remember that promotion you got but you'll remember a song you wrote with someone and I think um, for me that's where I'm at and I don't really care what anyone thinks otherwise and by showing that I'm actually starting to attract people who, who are greater musicians than me, but share the same uh, vision and respect of art. And um, I hope that grows for me, I hope it grows for the people that get involved with me. Uh, uh, because um, accolades and money will, will, you know, that, it will just come and go, but the relationships built around the music, if you look back, if I look back on my life when I'm 90, if I found a new way for me to grow as a human being and, I, and it was through music which I believe is still the best way to foster change in the world uh, that'll be something uh, that'll make me happy to um, to look at my life in that respect I think it's going to bring, bring me a lot of joy and purpose to my life because once you're gone you're gone and there's no two ways about it we may have the luck with art that eternal life <laughs> can come through our art 
you know, we hear pe people's voices from over 100 years ago. We can see people's artwork from four or 500 years ago. And so they live on through expressing art, which is the story of, of their time. And if I, if I had that, that'd be a great bonus. But most importantly, if it's proof of, the outcome is I have proof of the time spent with artists and audience, then uh, I'm a, I die a wealthy man. So I hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening. Had a great day with Tom. Really stoked Tom uh, had some time for me. And we just shared some ideas and I'm really thankful that he listened. Hope you're doing well. This is Will, first wild boy. Rectangle. Thank you. Resist. Triangle. Good girl, Dad.